Hello, guys. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Regan's Rugby Strength and Conditioning. Got another cool guest for you today. Um, he's actually a client of mine. His name's Craig. Um, he's made some massive progress in the last couple of months. And basically, I thought it would be a good way to get someone on to sort of talk about the journey they've gone through, what they were doing before, um, the results on the program. Just a quick overview. He's lost three stones so far. I think it's been four months, four, four or five months. Um, four. I think it's four. Four months, so yeah. he's smashing it, um, and I think he's a cool chap, and I think we've got a few cool things to talk about. So cheers, Craig, for giving us some of your time. Why don't you tell these guys a bit about you, where you're from, and all that kind of jazz? Okay. Um, I'm 36, I live in Glasgow, well, just outside Glasgow, up in Scotland. Um, I've got two kids. Um, I work as a solicitor up here. Um, it's pretty busy family life and work. Uh, I did play rugby for most of my most of my life actually since I was six years old until I was uh, 32, 33 years old. Um, so lots of uh, good memories, four memories of that, and lots of kind of knowledge around training and stuff. But um, kind of always struggled uh, with my weight being up and down, um, and. Uh, yeah, I've always struggled with the challenges that come with that. My youngest is four now, um, full of life and full of energy. So um, really knuckling down now that she's turned, well, since we did three and a half to four, trying to knuckle down and really lose some lose some weight so as I can keep up with her. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then I think you just said just before we hit record that you stopped playing about three years ago due to an injury. Yeah, um, <laughs> stopped playing. I think, I think the injury was the the straw that broke my rib, I think, uh, mm. you know, in terms of playing rugby, um, my wife has wanted me to give up for a wee while because it was, uh, people know if they're, if they're rugby players, you know, uh, training twice a week um, and a game on a Saturday and the league I played in on Saturday wasn't like a regional one or anything like that. So it was the second top league in Scotland um, that we played in. So it was a national league. So well, I the could champ- be like a championship? Yeah. So like, Oh, really? Wicked. Top one and then the one below. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Awesome. Yeah, so I, I was all right. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I didn't know that. I could chuck the ball around a bit. Um, but yeah, so you could be in one week, you could be in Aberdeen, which is about three and a half hours from Glasgow on a coach. Mm. Um, or the next day you could be down in Melrose um, or Gala down in the borders the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a, a huge time commitment um, and asking a lot from my, from my wife um, to look after the kids that amount of time. It was a full Saturday, effectively, if you're away. Um, in your game and then back and maybe nine o'clock at night um, so suffered an injury broke a rib and uh, and took quite a lot of time to recover and during that time I couldn't really participate in looking after my wee girl and whatnot because mm. you can't broke a rib before you'll know um, as soon as you laugh or sneeze or cough you know never mind lifting a wee girl and trying to um, you know do anything with her so um, that kind of put the brakes on my own um, rugby career and whatever perhaps mm-hmm. a few years sooner than I would have liked but mm-hmm. um, I had a good run at it you know great times and played a That's lot of good cool. rugby so pretty happy well, my Facebook is buzzing in the background it's making noises and annoying me um, cool and then yeah one with the travel I, I had a client who was in Orkney which is one of the islands off the north tip and yes. he said that he said that some trips I don't know what level that was compared to you but some trips it would have to be overnight because They'd get a ferry in the morning. It might be four-hour coach to the other side. Play the yeah. game, shower. If you're ready to leave at five, the last ferry was was like two hours away. So you had to stay over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a definitely a challenge for the island teams, but I don't think too many teams, too many uh, islands have a have a team. But Orkney definitely do. Mm-hmm. We played them in a cup, but it was a home game. Um, but uh, yeah, thankfully it was a home game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I could be bothered with that. Yeah. The thing for the challenge for them as well is in the winter, often the ferries are cancelled and stuff like that. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he said uh, it's a real tight knit, tight knit group because it's just the guys that have lived there. So it's just yeah. the island boys. They've gr- they've all sort of grown up and stuff. He said it's a yeah. it's a good club to play for. Yeah, no doubt. And then and then so I don't know. You played high standards. That semi professional. What have you got played to play? No, no, some some players like so we brought you know imports and Kiwis and South African folk and whatever, um, and they would be set up with a job and they would get you know a couple hundred quid a week or whatever. Okay. Um, but no, whole homegrown talent, you know, we just played because it was our club and stuff. Sure, um, right. So, yeah. And then, so, if you played pretty high-level rugby, um, were you front row? Yes. Yes. Play so, anywhere in the front row. Anywhere, cool. And then, so, how, how was the wait sort of before and after injury? Was it, was it injury um, happened and you packed it on? Or was it just kind of the same and you were less of an athlete with the same no, weight? Um, when I was much younger, I really struggled with weight as well. Um, but then as I moved into adult and senior rugby, um, kind of really uh, dropped quite a bit of weight, quite a drastic weight. You know, I think maybe before moving into like really competitive senior rugby, I was kicking around 23 stone, 23, 24 stone. Mm-hmm. And then I lost a lot of weight down to about 16 stones. Um, and then um, when I was That's playing kind of high level, um, high level rugby um, or high-ish level I was kicking around about the 17 stone mark um, which I found was a great kind of weight for me in terms of being able to carry that for the full 80 minutes um, in terms of being strong enough for a front row player um, uh, powerful enough um, yeah I found that was a really good weight um, and of most of that um, most of my going forward from that point I kicked around that 17, 17 and a half stone um, and then uh, just through various things, just kind of then started to wait, keep on um, until maybe around about 30, when I was 30 years old, um, kind of really started to pile weight on. And then post-injury, just never really did a lot of training, never really kept up a lot of training, any kind of consistency. Um, and yeah, weight crept on again up until 22 and a half stone roundabout again, um, which is where I started. Um, that's the way I started roughly at the, the program. Mm-hmm. Um, we started. That's where I started the program at with you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What? So after after the rugby and a few other things, the weight sort of crept up until well, we spoke last year, I guess. Yeah. Um, in, in between that, I tried you know various things. Um, you know, tried Weight Watchers, um, which is all right for nutrition wise, but. The way they do things, I think it's a wee bit mystical. Like you get points for a day, and you can eat points, and some foods are free of points. So, mm-hmm. although they say you can't eat as much as you want, you know you can eat a, a good amount of that. And then, then I, I always found that difficult to understand because, um, well, how many calories is that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a chicken breast is free or, or no oh, points. Three points. Yeah, it's free, free, no three. Oh, so three, no, okay, no yeah. points. Um, but I'm pretty sure if you ate a full chicken, um, it would still be a lot of calories. Um, so oh, I found yeah. I found Weight Watchers quite a, a, in terms of how they do points and things, quite a difficult thing to wrap my head around. Um, 
and then there's no real help with, although you can track activity, um, I didn't find there was really any help with what mm. to do, when to do it, how to do it um, in terms of exercise or get involved in an exercise programme. Um, so yeah, that never really worked for me. And then I would try like ridiculously low calorie meal replacement shakes, things, um, or just having like two protein shakes a day before my dinner at night, yeah. um, which may well have led to quite a drastic reduction in weight over quite a short period of time. But um, it never uh, it was never something I could stick to for any great period of time. So then you might lose sixteen pounds in a month, but you know twenty pounds in a month, you just fire it all back on as soon as you stop doing it. Um, so That's definitely had a lot of up and down kind of diets where um, you know hit it really hard, but then it wasn't um, something I could stick to or be consistent mm. with. One, um, sorry, go on, mate. No, no, you go. I was going to say, one of my pet peeves is these meal replacement shakes. I'm doing air quotes if you're listening on the podcast because a meal replacement shake should not be in existence. No, no meal should be replaced by a shake. Supplements should supplement your diet. They don't replace your diet. Uh, I had a, a pop-up for the Huel ad yesterday. I almost screenshotted it and did a little rant because it's like only £1.20 per meal. It's like, it's not a fucking meal. You're just putting <laughs> some powder in. It's not teaching you about the nutrition. It's not teaching you to cook healthy meals. It's not teaching you about monitoring anything. You're just yeah. replacing meal one and meal two with fucking powder and water, which also is not very filling. Like you're going to be fucking hungry. Um, yeah, and, then your dinner, <laughs> and your dinner is probably exactly the same, right? They might tell you, have a normal dinner. Yeah, I just say, just have a normal, yeah, just have a normal dinner. But you're lucky then if you're 500 calories. I don't know how many calories are in a shake, but you're lucky mm -hmm. if you were touching 800, 900 calories a day, mm -hmm. um, which might be, you know, show you good results in the short term, but it's mm -hmm. not something you can stick to. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not practical and they don't it doesn't teach you anything it's like this herbalife thing again it's the take the shakes and you'll get results on it but once you stop paying the money once you stop getting the products your weight is going to come on because you don't know what a good breakfast is you don't know what a healthy lunch is you don't know how to cook um and so it's kind of almost a perfect business model you're going to come on lose loads of weight in a month or two come off put it back on oh that was really good i'm going to go back there and so it's just yeah. floating in and out um, and where the consistency is what people need and learning, learning good habits, which is, which is why I ask everyone joining my plan to commit for three months because you learn things, you're committed to longer. It's about implementing sort of lifestyle changes. Um, and uh, it means you can carry it on, carry it on after, which is, which is yeah. the best thing. Um, and just one thing about Weight Watchers, I also, I, I know it works and people have done it and you can get big change. But, but not the only benefit, but I think the big benefit of the community we've got here is it's all rugby guys, a few girls who have sort of played a bit, not happy with their weight. And it's a real, everyone in there is the same as you. Whereas I'm guessing, Craig, if you went to these meetings, they weren't all people like you. It might have been an old well, lady meeting. You could pretty much guarantee there was nobody else like me in the meeting because <laughs> it was probably 99% women for a start. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. and, probably 75% over 40, mm -hmm. um, over 40 years old, over probably even 50 years old, kind of, you know, mm -hmm. older women who haven't exercised really are probably, or, um, yeah, nothing in common with them um, to chat about. And um, they do have this online platform where you can go on and chat, but I just found that a bit dreary and stuff like that, like very much mm -hmm. 
I'm just going to go on and have a real moan and bitch about my life. And really it came across as a lot of excuses as opposed to mm-hmm. um, anything that was motivational in, in any kind of way or anything that I shared um, in common with anybody. So mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't really, didn't really engage in that chat um, with Weight Watchers folk. <laughs> I've, like, I've heard it works and, and I know the resources are okay. Yeah. But uh, most of the guys, they prefer guys like them and, and we've got a little group yeah. of guys so it's good. Yeah, I would say, I'd say that's better, having people with things in common uh, for you to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I got kilos, you've got stone. Started at <laughs> 23 stone, which is 142 kilos. Yeah. What was the date? What month was that last year? I think I think um, October last year. I don't know why the 16th of fact, October is in my head. I've got, but I've got your profile it. open in the background. I'm going to go and look for the exact date. First weigh-in on my plan was 139 kilos 1st of October, but you were 142 the week before or something like that. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, because I had um, kind of made a start myself um, before finding your plan. Um, so, yeah, it was around 142 kilos or something like that. I started mm-hmm. down there. And, and then when was the first weigh-in date with you? The first weigh-in was... 1st of thir- October? Thursday the 1st, and the first weigh-in was 139, and you were a yeah. bit more before that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so tell the peeps what you weigh today. Uh, 123 kilos, which is uh, 19 stone 5. So um, 23 to 19 stone 5, or for the kilos, 142 to 123. 23, yeah. Fucking smashing it, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it feels pretty good. It feels really good. Like, the, the difference is great. And people are saying to me now, like, in the street, we're walking past somebody in the street earlier I've not seen since lockdown started. And uh, he's like, fuck hell, I didn't even realise that was you. Um, when I was walking past him in the street. Yeah. Um, so, and like, yeah, so... Um, yeah, it's great. It feels brilliant. Um, it feels really good. Um, and, you know, it just gives you the motivation to kind of keep going uh, as mm-hmm. well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it feels really good. All my clothes fit so much better. All my golf cool. trousers don't fit me now. Um, so I'm going to need to get a whole new uh, golf wardrobe <laughs> when, I, when the time comes. I got a message from a client, our next client, uh, Martin, we stay in touch, and he said the only downfall is that he needs completely new rugby stuff and completely new gym gear. I was like, sorry, mate. Sorry. You That's not good, a downfall. <laughs> sorry we made such good progress. Yeah. Um, okay, and you, you mentioned the clothes a bit, but what what is there anything else that's sort of like really beneficial that you're really noticing compared to when you were before? Anything that was – and I'm not going to put ideas in your head. Um. Well, one of the big motivators was from playing with my little girl and we just play like for, for ages now um, uh, and it doesn't feel like it's a chore. I don't think, oh, I'm going to have to go and play and, and, you know, lie on the floor and all that stuff. It sounds like a small thing, but given how much time we spend together, especially during lockdown, to be able to have so much more energy to do stuff mm-hmm. um, with her, out going out, playing football, um, running around the garden, she joins in with my exercise programmes, although her decent squats but she can't do a burpee yet. um but yeah just all that stuff getting her involved and in, um and stuff i'm doing um is really satisfying um and really good um something i really enjoy getting her involved and being able to yeah play and do stuff with her uh, that, that i used to dread um mm-hmm. because picking 23 stone up off the floor is quite <laughs> Uh, it's quite a hard thing um, mm. to start with. Never mind anything else. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you went went up for a run with your son this morning. You just told me. Yeah, 
uh, yeah, he's 13. Um, and he's feeling the effects of lockdown because he used to play football twice a week in box. Um, so he's sitting up the stairs, getting a wee bit down on himself because he's not doing so much activity. And, mm-hmm. um, so because I'm out doing that, I'm setting an example for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's this is the third week that I've been, I'm saying dragging him around with me, um, mm-hmm. that I've been taking him out runs with me as well. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, it's something I didn't even thought about. It's an example for him because he wants to come with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did 4Ks, um, did a 4K run, and then time we walked back to the house, walked out about 6Ks we did this morning. Um, so that feels good that I'm an example for him and I can go out and do that instead of mm-hmm. joining him, sitting in the house, just watching the telly. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's been good that I can help him feel a wee bit better about himself as well. Mm-hmm. And what, what do you think has been the main... The, the most useful part of it? Because there's a few things that we sort of cover on the programme, but let, let, what's been the main thing that's maybe helped you keep it going from from where you were before to now and obviously the longer-term goals with even set? Um, I think it's... Um, we've, we've kind of maybe spoke about it before, but having a wee bit of trust and faith that things are going to work um, because being where I was, like our overall kind of goals are around about losing about six stone, maybe a wee bit more than six stone. And see, when you think about that on day one, it's a real um, difficulty to get your head around how I'm going to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and really in the past, when I've tried before, um, it's maybe been thinking that I'll never get there, so maybe never try. Or um, now that I'm kind of halfway to where I want to be, not thinking to myself, uh, or that's that kind of job done, um, you know, and, and slipping back, which is what I've done before as well. That's why I'm always kind of up and down because I think, well, well done, Craig, give yourself a pat in the back and, and mm-hmm. just slip into um, kind of habits that I used to have before. Um, whereas now, I don't think I need to lose seven pounds or eight pounds in a week. I know that if I just stick to the plan, do my exercises, eat properly, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to see a result on the scale, which so maybe I think I lose about two pounds, two and a half pounds a week to my kind of mm-hmm. my range. But I know that if I keep doing that for 10 weeks, that's going to be nearly two stone, rather than thinking I need to lose a stone in you know, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have more faith in the fact that if I just keep going, then I'll get to where I want to be, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to trying... Um, as opposed to try and manage it all in one go or something, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so that's the biggest thing for me is just uh, put my faith in that. That um, if I do what's on the if I do what's on the app workouts and eat properly, mm-hmm. um, then I'll get to where I want to be. Um, and uh, yeah, just keep going. Mm-hmm. And I think as your training has been pretty consistent, you've been pretty perfect at sending me all your food, at doing pretty much all the workouts. Um, and then this week was not hiccup, but a tiny change because for the first first time in four months, the weight didn't drop. Um, yeah. And basically after we spoke just before this call, he told me that Friday night was a little bit of a binge and Saturday night was a bit of a binge, which was just more than he normally does. Um, and the weight was even for the first time in four months. But it just shows to us that if there's two nights out a week, you will not progress on, on the scale body weight wise. Um, and that was a one-off, right? You, 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 you don't even normally have one night off. It's not really off. You kind of have yeah. a, you, you have maybe a bigger meal that you fancy rather than something that's on the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Like so when we get um, a cheat meal, which I generally have on a Friday or a Saturday, um, it's not, I treat it as one meal. I don't, I don't see it as an excuse to kind of peck or, or, you know, nibble all day and then have a big meal. 
Um, and even that, that we were saying, even my, my cheap meals generally aren't from a takeaway shop. Uh, you know, it's generally something that I've cooked in the house, maybe a couple mm. of big steak burgers with some bacon and whatever on them. Mm. Um, but then firing on salad and stuff like that on there as well, lettuce, tomatoes, onions. Mm. Um, but that's been more of my cheap meal. But, you know, that weekend there, I had a Chinese from a takeaway shop and I had loads of pizza. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it wasn't the result I wanted to see. But, you know, I, I think even, um, you know, from that, I take that um, I, I don't see, the, the weight never shifted. Um, but because I've got, you know, the faith that I've built up in things and the consistency that I've built up before, I know that nobody... Or when I've been trying to lose weight, if I've seen like a, a you know, a bit of a, a bit of a plus or this weight stay the same, that would maybe really be disheartening and demotivating for me. But because of the resilience I've built up over the past four months and the, the faith I've got in the plan, mm-hmm. um, I know that yeah, that's been a hiccup, but I'm straight back on it this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, vlogged all my foods, um, vlogged all my, my training's done this week, and I know that I'll probably progress again next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm really trying not to beat myself up about it. Um, that's because I know that I'll get back on track um, and uh, I'll progress next week. Mm-hmm. And, and hiccups happen. And, and probably everyone that I train, at least one point, the weight won't change or it'll be a little, a little increase. And if you've entered all of the data that I can see, we can normally find out why. And when you're doing it on your own, you'll forget that you had a few extra beers. You forget you had a snack every night and then the weight you might have gone up, you might have gone up the next week. And then you're thinking, oh shit, this is fucking waste of time. See you later and quit. But the best thing is that getting someone to commit for a longer amount of time. And obviously that I can, we can figure out why it is. Um, we can obviously say, don't worry about it. So wipe the slate clean um, and let's just carry on from now. Um, yeah. Which happens to, I think everyone that I train at least once, um, and that's 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 a part of it. It's not going to be it's not going to be plain sailing. It's not like weight loss. If you're watching the video, it's not like steady decreasing chart. There's up downs and big drops and little drops and little things. As long as you at the end you're going from whatever weight you want to be steady downwards generally to to the end goal, then that's uh, that's the key thing. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I want to welcome you to tell anyone if the 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 challenges that might be from online coaching. So is there is there anything that that you wish there was or any part where you think oh, this can be improved? Um, I don't know. It's a difficult one from my point of view because I've had pretty regular and good success um, for things so far. Um, one of the the best things, and we've spoken about it, is the, the call that we have um, every week. Um, and that keeps me accountable. I know I, I think... Um, that's one of the that's one of the good things um, is being accountable and knowing that I'm going to have to speak to Regan next week <laughs> um, and explain if I've had a crap day or whatever. So it's just easier to stick to the plan so I don't mm. have to explain anything. Um, the connection's gone. But that's one of the good things. One of the other things I've found um, being... Um, no? You all right? The connection's a bit sketchy. I just don't know if you're live now. I think you're live now. Oh, my connection's not good. It just told me. That's funny. Can you hear me live now? No, mine says live. <laughs> mm. I can. I can hear you. Yeah. It says it's mine. Mine's normally good. So let's let's carry on. I forgot where I was going to go. What okay. are you saying? Um, yeah, go on. 
I was just saying, uh, yeah, being uh, a dad, a couple of kids working from home, wife working from home, um, having to schedule everything around about that, um, you know, whether it's me working in the morning or me working in the afternoon and vice versa, my wife swapping around after that um, and managing activities with the kids, having the having every workout um, planned for me um, mm-hmm. and knowing exactly what I've got to do. I don't need to find, you know, the time to plan a workout or what I'm going to do. I just need to look at the app and that's what I'm doing for the day and then fit it in round about everything else. Um, and the other plus of that, the other pro of that is that um, that also keeps me accountable because I see it flash up on my phone, I've got to do this, um, and it just makes me do it. I feel guilty if I think, like, oh, you know, when motivation's been waning and I think I could just skip it, I actually don't um, because I would feel bad because I know I've got to do it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think of it, I can't think of anything that's negative or anything like that at the moment mm-hmm. um yeah so perfect yeah. answer the answer i wanted to hear you <laughs> <laughs> can give me the 50 quid later <laughs> uh okay perfect um so let's talk about the goals you've smashed it three stone down i think i jotted down we got 117 kilos which is 18 and a half stone yeah we're gonna do that by mid-march is our is our not long term that's kind of a short-term goal um, which should be on track if it's as we are normally doing around a kilo a week, should be yeah. spot on. Um, I think we're just going to try and head for that. Yeah. Just yeah, I think we set a longer term one for July, I think. 107, um, which I don't know what yes. it is in, in style. Oh, 16, 16, 7 or 16 and a half, something like that. Let me check. 107. Um, 16.8, which is 16.9 pounds. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a kind of longer term goal which I think I said to you the other day, I've not been in eight, that'll be eight years since I've been that way. Amazing. So, yeah. Um, it, it's big goals, it's big amounts of weight, but I think, like I said before, I'm not thinking about it like that. I'm just thinking about losing a pound or two pounds a week. Yeah. Um, and I know I'll get there because, you know, if I don't, if I just stop now, then I won't, I'll just be where I am or worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all I think about it. Mm-hmm. It's just next week weigh-in, um, doing well today, doing well tomorrow, next week's weigh-in, and not think about July and, and being that way. Then I just know that if I keep doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. then uh, I'll get there. Every journey starts with the first step. Yeah. And if, and, if, and, if, and if I said to you, right, you're going to join my plan and you're going to be 16 and a half stone in six months, cool, see you later, mate. Like It would be almost like, well, where the hell do I go now? And yeah, it's how, yeah, it's overwhelming to think about like that. It is, and I would say that that's definitely how I felt at the start of things. Like to, to be overwhelmed to think, how do I lose six stones? Um, no idea. Mm-hmm. I, you wouldn't have an idea. Um, I wouldn't anyway. And uh, yeah, you, well, I've got the idea now, and it's just sticking to it. Perfect. Awesome. Um, I'm going to check on the old Facebook to see if we got any questions from the guys in my group. If you're listening, you're not in the group. Just search. Regan's Rugby first team and join the gang. Um, let's see. No questions, but I got Tim Greedy saying, fair play, huge weight loss. So cheers, Tim. I think you're still cheers, watching Tim. now. So <laughs> cheers, Tim. If anyone's got questions after, comment. And Craig's in the group. Uh, oh, no, he's not on Facebook. I'll tell him the questions and he can reply. Um, but I think that's about it. I really appreciate giving us your time, Craig, sharing your story and telling us where you were and the process to where you are now. 
um, yeah, we, we, we talk every week and, and I think it's just onwards and upwards and just, just sticking yep. to the plan. Definitely. Any, any little remarks before we go? No, um, nothing. Sorry. Awesome. No, sorry, that's all right. I put you on the spot there. But yeah, cheers, cheers, cheers for listening. Um, if you want to know more, you can just Google Regan's Rugby and just find my website or I'm actually more active on, on Facebook. You can just find me, search Regan Phillips and add me as a friend. I put content out every day. And if you have questions, you can email me and ask and I'll ask Craig directly or whatever. But yeah, cheers for listening and um, hope you have a good day. Speak to you soon. <laughs>